you're taught in law school that you've got to have everything perfect, which is counter to the approach that you really need to be taking with document automation. What are the things you end up copying and pasting the most? And those are the first variables you should define. Welcome to the Knackley Podcast, where we help law firms make documents better. Welcome. My name is Michael Lane, and I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing at Knackley, and I'm your host as well. With me, as always, are Knackley founders Kim Mayberry and Lowell Stewart. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> so lately, I've had some questions from, from uh, sales leads and listeners alike. Uh, they ask about what to expect when they're putting a document automation solution into their office, and they're interested in the real practical nuts and bolts types of questions. So I thought, let's talk to the firms today. We're considering some document automation solutions, and they want to understand some strategies and tips to make that uh, implementation efficient and smooth. Uh, So Kim, uh, let's start from the beginning. Before a firm even gets to the point of shopping, for a solution, what are the symptoms an office might have to indicate they need this? So what I find is they are struggling to get work done on time or they just feel overwhelmed. And, and they, you know, part of that is that they're generating a lot of documents in the practice. So the big thing is, is, you, you know, I look at kind of three areas that kind of are points that firms tell me that they're struggling with one is is that producing documents efficiently um because it really what that really means is you know they want to be more efficient because they're not it's taking too long to do things um the second one is that they might be getting errors in their documents so they're frustrated that you know the document gets in front of the client and the client sees that it had the name of the last client or provision in there and so they're frustrated with that. The third one is is that they've had a paralegal there or an assistant working for them for a long time, and that person's about ready to retire, or you're just starting to hire on. You're growing and you're hiring on new people. You need an easier way to train people. So those are kind of the three things: is uh, c- capacity is reached, er- want to reduce errors, and you need better ways to train people because documented automation basically solves those three problems how does a how does a firm go about the process of shopping what kind of questions and should they be asking and what kind of features should they be looking for well so it really depends on what you want to accomplish certainly as you're looking at different solutions out there you know we've talked before about the three tiers of document automation solutions and you know, the, the simpler tiers can do s- simple mail merge, complex tiers can do uh, higher end things, and then there's kind of a middle ground. But the thing that you need to think about um, kind of diving into what features to look for, it probably just depends on how extensive do you want to be in your practice. Are you really just ever, all you really care about is getting those addresses in? And if that's it, then there's other solutions out there that probably make sense, may make more sense. But if you if you start looking at it, as you, you really want to get the most efficiency out of your practice. Um, you want you know you want it connecting with things. You just want things to flow 
together and flow seamlessly, then you you want to take a look at Nackley. And because we're leading that, um, you know, from how you get, gather your data, your information to how you produce documents. Uh, so that's kind of what I'd be looking for is what are your needs and how extensive do you want to go to really streamline your practice? So once they, once they initiate Nackley or uh, what's the, what's the next steps? How do they organize themselves and how do they make best use of their time as they prepare to put the, the solution in place? Yeah. So really it's a matter of understanding documents are the central piece to this. Um, Understanding what what documents do you produce, and I always prefer a you know an eighty twenty rule. It, you, you know, look at the documents that you're doing every day, and figuring out okay, are these the ones that I'm producing all the time? If so, that's where I'm going to start looking at those documents and start thinking what variables should, what information do I want to insert into these documents? What conditions might have might want to have them in these documents and start thinking about um what that might look like but really the first step is is you know very first step is determine which documents you're using right away and do what with them then so from that standpoint really if you're if you're going into nackley we really recommend an iterative approach to this um Sometimes people look at it, uh, look at a document, and they think, all right, I want to take my most complex document, and I want that automated. And what happens is, is in that case, is that they go after the most complex documents, and it gets overwhelming. Well, you've seen this over and over again, right? <laughs> oh, or- yeah. I mean, it's like if you if you take the approach of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a perfect automated document system. And you end up spending your first two days on the first paragraph, getting it just right and thinking through all of every logical permutation of how these sentences could go together. You, you get overwhelmed immediately and, and starting out with a new system, that's, you know, that's the wrong place to start out because you're not an expert yet as you're just getting started. So I think, um, yeah, you, you can kind of work to ensure that your you know your introduction to the concepts of document automation grows uh you know your your knowledge grows step by step right yeah and and that really comes down to iter- iterative approach which sometimes is a little counterintuitive um we work with a lot of uh, attorneys and you know, you're taught in law school that you've got to have everything perfect right out of the gate. <laughs> right. Right. And which is counter to the approach that you really need to be taking with document automation is that you can take steps, you can increment into this. So we recommend, you know, highlight the addresses and just the names of the documents and start there. Automate Automate the names and addresses. That's a great place to start because you're already starting to get um, information in there and you're starting to use the documents. You're starting to actually see some incremental steps. Right. And, and it, yeah. And as soon as you've automated the, the names, then, you know, as you're going through looking for those names, then get the 
um, you, you know, get the pronouns, if any, that are matched up with each name um, so that you can, you know, immediately right off the bat, you can el start eliminating potential errors when you've got the wrong pronouns in there. Exactly. And then you can add, you can layer on, you can add more documents um, and continue to go. Uh, so really, if you can take one takeaway from this is, is don't try to do everything all at once. If you, if you really have a deadline, we do offer consulting services if you want that. Um, but really, an iterative approach makes the most sense. So we're recommending firms collect their documents, identify what they need, go through and, and uh, define all the variables, either highlighting them. Uh, making sure that you know what needs to be changed within each document. And then and just to begin entering the names into the system as the first step. Is that what I hear you telling me? Yes, well, exactly. I, I would, right. I would uh, you know, modify that a little bit to don't try to identify all the variables. Uh, uh, you know, that's the, that's the key to doing it iteratively and incrementally. It's like just identify the names of parties and the addresses in in the documents and and accept that when you get a document out that has the right names and pronouns maybe then you're going to have some editing to do you know but a lot less editing to do than you would have had if you just mm. started with the last document that seems weird doesn't it you kind of leave something unfinished and then come back to it and that's the more efficient way to do it rather than taking care of it all at once it's like it is, but it's the most. It makes the most. Yeah, it, it's the counterintuitive to the culture that's been created within the legal community. Certainly, yeah. You know, it's like you as as you're going through using your old method of document generation, where you're taking a cop, starting with a copy of the old document, and and going through and interacting with that and cutting and pasting and copying and replacing, you know, pay attention in that process to what are the things you end up copying and pasting the most. And those are the first variables you should define because that's what's going to get you, you know, save you the most time. Um, and then those things that are very rarely different, don't mm. worry about those at, at the very start. The, the firms that are the most successful with document automation, uh, how do they organize their, that process? Do they have someone in charge? Is it the, the, the attorney that's running the templates or how do they set that up? Um, it depends on the size of the firm. So certainly if you're solo, it, it's, you, it's on the, yep. the attorney, right? Everything. It, it, yeah. And then, you know, if you, you're solo plus a couple of, uh, couple of assistants that's a little bit different but you know it, or if you're in a large firm then sometimes you'll actually have someone who this is their sole job um but really delineating and understanding who's going to do what that's the key you know and then setting aside the time to do it um you don't have to set aside an entire uh, entire day to do this you can't i recommend that you set aside an hour a week where you're just working on document the document automation so that you're getting into it you're making some and you know you're doing it over time but it's consistent 
the the risk is is if you're looking for that whole day that you're just going to dive in and do it, you're never going to do it because things are always going to come up that are going to take more priority. But if you set aside an hour a week, that's doable. At that point, you're really investing in your practice because that time is invested into making you more efficient. Talk a little bit about the uh, tools that uh, that we that we use at Nackley. Uh, we got Word, which is already going to be familiar to the vast majority of everybody, and then the online environment. Uh, talk a little bit about how they'll interact and what folks uh, can expect from from right. our interface. Yeah, so basically, you you start automating in Word. So you pull up your document um, that you want to automate in Word. You log into our uh, add-in. Um, and then you just say, create new template. Uh, when we first install, um, you're going to have a set of variables there that you can start from based on your practice area. And you can just start inserting it. And then you just click save and it automatically uploads to our, to our system and automatically creates the intake so that you can go through and fill out the questions and, and create the documents. Some people are concerned about security, as they should be. So talk about that. How secure is this system? So we basically encrypt everything um, from the, all of our interactions through the entire system is encrypted. Um, your, the documents, the data, everything um, using the standard procedures that are commonly used um, throughout you know, other businesses that are similar to us that have sensitive data. And yeah, and in fact, the uh, you know every customer of Nackley, uh, they have their own, uh, you know, all of their data, their templates are stored in uh, their own database. Uh, so there's no uh, chance of other customers getting access to your data or anyone from outside getting access. It's you know each of those databases has unique keys that are that are in encrypting and securing it so the, the data is very carefully partitioned and uh, and secure. We've got a couple of customers, at least a few of them, who are documented 90 percenters where they've been able to take their total number of hours drafting and editing and working on documents down to just 10% of what they had been spending before. It sounds hard to believe, but it's documented. What are those firms doing? With Nackley, and how do other firms duplicate that work so that they can achieve those kind of results? So those those firms are viewing this document automation as an investment. So they're investing their time, and in some cases, they're investing some extra money for help. Um, but the main thing is time uh, to go through and think through your processes and understand them. Um, certainly, like in the case of Danielson Law. You know, they were taking uh, about a half hour to create some of their documents. That's now less than five minutes to create the same document. And it's just a matter of you don't have to go out and look for things. It's in a central location. All the information is being filled out uh, and it's producing the document at the end. Plus, you can also produce multiple documents at the same time. So you really don't have to... Um, pull up multiple documents, make sure everything matches. You just fill it out during the intake and it the system creates, you know, as many different documents based on the information as you need. And that's really where the efficiency comes from. 
How long, you know, those firms that are achieving those kind of results, how long typically have they taken to get there? It's kind of a one to two month process. Again, depending on how much time you want to invest. From an iterative approach, it might take some six months to get there because they're going to work on it a half hour, hour a week. It's just a matter of what makes the most sense for your firm. So we got some firms. uh, Firms don't want to take this all on themselves. What can we do to help them? Really, we've got kind of three categories. One is the do-it-yourself, and we, you know, that's kind of a step back from the question you asked. But you know, we have our our training website where you can get on and learn. We have knowledge base. We have um, tickets that you can submit and things. But the next step up is what we call our jumpstart. Our jumpstart is designed where you're doing the work, but we're doing some of the heavy lifting and helping you along the way. Uh, Within our plus pricing, you also get access to uh, a person each month that you can actually talk to one of our expert consultants and help you that way. Then kind of the third step is that you just say, you know what, this isn't in my wheelhouse, but I know I need to be more efficient and I want you to get us there quicker. Then we also have complete professional services where we can get in and actually automate the documents for you. So you've got a range of how you can go about it. But it's really not just those three, you know, those three discrete plans. There's a, you know, there can be a lot of uh, overlap. For example, if yeah. you if you get uh, if you work with our consultants who are gonna build your, you know, build your document system for you. They're of course doing that in close communication with you, but because it is because of the platform Nackley gives you where everything is online and uh, all of the templates and so forth are stored centrally online, as that is developing and going along, you're constantly able to go in, see where things are at, um, review language, review the logic, you're learning your way around the system by watching the, you know, the work that the professional consultants are doing. And thus you're getting familiar with how it works and you may be able to take over some of that maintenance and so forth yourself in the future. It's not, um, you know, if you get a consultant that's helping you, they're not holding on to the all of that content or that system they're not making some tower that then you have you're on the hook to pay always to have them update that they're they're building it on your knackley workspace and and you always have full access to that and so you can use that as a learning tool as well a great point so firms who are who need this system, they're going to know it because they've seen some inefficiencies, they've seen some errors, and it's annoying and it's embarrassing and it costs them some money. So if they're experiencing these, they know that they need some sort of a system to clean this up. The step to to go forward is to collect all your documents, identify the workload, begin to define at least one variable, take this in chunks rather than big giant projects all at once, tackle a particular, you know, tackle names and then addresses and go back and, and complete the document in steps so that you can build on your, uh, on your expertise. Assign someone in, in, to be in charge and to initiate a training system that's, uh, that's, that's consistent and regular and routine so that you don't ignore this, the software through disuse. 
that's always one of the biggest disappointments when people buy a piece of software and it doesn't get used. Finally, uh, using our consulting services and some of our jumpstart programs to help with the heavy lifting uh, seems to get a lot of folks off the ground quicker and and uh, and helps them achieve uh, the 90, 90% club. I just realized you may not be able to hear me nodding all the way through that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys, we are up against our time. I think we should wrap it up. Uh, to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us again. We uh, invite you to visit us on our website. That's www.nackley.io. Nackley is K-N-A-C-K-L-Y and dot O. Uh, book a demo if you're interested in taking a closer look at what we've been discussing today to see if it's a good fit for your practice and if we can help you become more efficient and save some time and money. So thanks again, and everybody be safe. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. Bye. And that concludes Knackley, the podcast. Please be sure to leave us a review, and if there's something you'd like to hear from us, reach out and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our website, knackley.io. That's spelled K-N-A-C-K-L-Y dot I-O. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you again soon. Meanwhile, be well and be kind.